In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill laments about his dead M key on his Apple keyboard. He also wins dad of the year for taking his seven-year-old daughter to a somewhat inappropriate movie. And we tackle a great topic and have you examine what exactly is your daily routine. Welcome, everybody, to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast in podcast history. My name is Brian Neal. My name, Bill Kasky. My Here. name, Jose Jimenez. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember that. My name, Jose Jimenez. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, glad that you're here. couple of reminder kind of uh, requests for you. Number one, we mentioned a couple episodes ago, sharing is caring, and uh, we are really interested in um, letting the uh, the whole universe of salespeople be exposed mm. to the advanced selling podcast. How is that? We'll let them opt in exposure. So here's how you, here's what you do. Take a podcast. We do the podcast link. We put it up on LinkedIn. You can find them in Bill's feed. You can find them in the advanced selling podcast feed. Take that, share it to your, to your tribe, to your LinkedIn group, tag 15 of your salespeople friends, then tag me and Bill. We're going to go through and scroll through some of those. We're going to pick a couple of random people to just call and do a little coaching session for kind of like a sweepstakesy mm-hmm. uh, free coaching session, but uh, all in the spirit of the good for the whole profession there. So do that if you would. There's 17 million sales professionals. In the in, U.S.? In the U.S. Yeah. And we have about, we do about 125 to 50,000 downloads a month. Yeah. That doesn't mean that individ, we don't, we're not speaking to 125,000, but generally that's the number. Yeah. So we think there's a little bit of upside here. We think there's some upside. Yeah. We'd love to bump that number over three, then to five. Yeah. Then we're going to yeah. call Spotify and see if we can get a Joe Rogan deal. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Get any more of those Joe Rogan deals? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. That's good. But we do love the fact that you're a fan of ASP and a loyal listener, and we know you have a deep commitment to up your game, which is why you're here every week. We invite you to become an ASP Insider, a group coaching program. We meet monthly. We coach the people in the group on relevant topics. It'll help you grow your business and your income. Tuition, 47 bucks a month, or you can join for the year. So if you're a sales professional and you're not getting a lot of help or guidance or coaching or leadership from your VP of sales or your sales manager, or you like what we're talking about and want to go a little bit deeper into it, go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash insider. Yes. We'd like to have you in there. Love to. You have a um, you have an interesting story about a very famous, very, very, very valuable company. Correct. Well, you know, I'm an Apple fan. Same here. And you are too. Oh my gosh. And I have told so many people, just, you know, just people say, why do you use Apple? Oh my gosh. I've been using it for, I don't know, Travis, 20 years. I mean, a long time. Anyway, and I'm always singing their praises. Always. Always. But. Except. (laughs) I went to the store the other day to buy a new laptop because mine's Uh three years old. The M M key does not work. So I've got to buy a whole new laptop. (laughs) Seriously. The M key doesn't the M work. The key doesn't work, and I'm running out of storage. And I bought a too I bought a, a too smaller one last time. <laughs> so I went there. Of course, you know you got to go through a whole fitness calibration. I had to run a mile before I could even get in. They wouldn't let me in unless they had my temperature, and I had to run some line laps up and down the mall. <laughs> so I was approved. My temperature was fine. Yeah. In fact, it was like 95. He was yeah, my- 95. What? Am I- <laughs> He's is he like okay. Poking on you, make sure you're, <laughs> okay. you're not dead. So. Uh, then I was approved, but then they said, oh, no, you can't come in uh, if you're going to buy a laptop. Uh, okay, well, how does one buy a laptop, procure a laptop from, from the Apple agency? Well, you have to go online, go over to the QR code, 
on the on the on the yeah. uh, thing. So I went yeah. over. I'd never used a QR code before. I used it. All of a sudden, popped up. I'm in the Apple system, and there's a person texting to me. What can I help you with today, sir? Great. And so I thought, okay, good. And as I'm going back and forth, the the tone of their message is a little stiff. Okay, it's a little stiff. And I thought, am I talking to a bot? A bot. Or am I talking to a live human? And as I went, I just, I tried to put that out of my mind because I'm like, well, if we're making progress here, all I want is a MacBook Pro. That's yeah, all I hard. want at the end right. of the day. Right. I want to spend a couple grand. I want to yeah. get it. I want to get it in my hand so I can hit M and be confident <laughs> that it's So that's what happens. You click on it a long time and it goes, so I'm doing a lot of backspacing and forward spacing. And so I figured I'd pick up an hour a day just with a new Mac. Uh, so at some point... <laughs> a new act? At some point... Sorry, yeah, that's that right. was too easy. A new act. Uh, I got an Apple Act Book Pro. <laughs> that's great. Um, so at some point, it seems to change... The language of the bot seems to go more personal. And it, because I'm asking questions and they're coming back with these spot on answer. I'm like, there's no way this is a bot, although probably it's probably still could be. And then she, this bot, I don't know why I call her she, she bot, she bot, she bot, my baby. <laughs> she, she says uh, on Friday afternoon, let me see what I can do. I'll get right back with you. And that's the last I heard from her. Are you so, serious? Yeah. So today I re-engaged this Gosh. thing, this person. And I said, look, where are we on this? I want to get a MacBook Pro. So I've got somebody now. I got my new bot. I got bot two working on it. But two bots. Do you ever feel yeah. like when you're talking to somebody, is it AI or is it a bot? For sure. And they, I actually asked the question For today. Sure. Are you AI or are you a human? And they said I'm a live human, but I don't know. Are you really? Bots are trained. We did that. We took a, uh, we took a, uh, we were, Steph and I were driving uh, Friday afternoon and we got a uh, telemarketing call. And so she took it on her phone on speaker just because we had, let's just take it like, all right. And this guy's talking about selling us some sort of TV. And he's clearly from, not the US, I think from India. And so she said, uh, think. Think. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I said, ask him, you know, he said, all the channels are included. I just need your email address. I just need your email address. All the channels. She goes, all the channels, like in the whole world. And he's like, giggles, like all the channels, all I need your email address. She's like, well, where are you calling from? Texas. <laughs> I'm like, Texas. You're not in Texas, dude. She's like, where in Texas? He goes, I cannot give out my exact location in Texas. I need your email address. He just kept oh going. I'm like, hey, gosh. love you, dude. So yeah. That's a thing. I would. I wonder if you were talking to a bot. I bet you were. I bet I was. You had to be. Had to be. But right. But Apple. So Apple continues to surprise me. I'll probably yeah. go home tonight, and there'll be a, a laptop sitting there on my desk, hand hand delivered by yeah, yeah some but, some woman named Susan who's like, "Hi, that was me on the phone." Yeah, yeah I drove really yeah, nice. Yeah, totally. We, she invites me over for Thanksgiving dinner. I'm headquartered in Chicago, but yeah, we uh, I drove down just to deliver your your. <laughs> and then I'll be back experience. next week saying, oh, totally. Apple, they're amazing. And then, yeah, maybe she was a bot. She was a fembot from uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> all, my, all my 90s kids are he laughing way, now. The was fembot. That was on yesterday. What a great movie. It is a great oh, movie. Oh, my gosh. Such a great movie. I took my daughter for some reason. <laughs> she was about seven to the <laughs> spy did. who shagged me. You did. <laughs> I have no idea why I took Kara to that movie. But I had to keep <laughs> sending her out for popcorn because I... But I thought it was oh, it was funny. She great. enjoyed it, but it, there were some pretty, <laughs> pretty questionable parts. Of yeah, it. you really need. You well, would think Dad would know from the title, "The Spy That Shagged Me," would have been not probably a good choice for a seven. Bad dad moment. <laughs> bad, bad dad. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm trying uh, to say without the M's. O int. 
forever. Okay, today uh, we're going to talk about um, an interesting idea and concept is the daily routine. Uh, kind of inspired, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm admitting, so I wonder for our listeners, I'm admitting I'm addicted to TikTok right now. It just captures me. People are real creative. It's funny. Feeds me good, fun things to watch. One of the things that's kind of like a trend on TikTok is like show your day. So a lot of um, pilot, I follow a lot of pilots and a lot of pilots do this. Like, hey, I'm going to show you the day of a corporate pilot, 24 hours. What's the daily routine? Get up at 4.30, wash my face, and do this, and go down, go check the airplane. They do the routine. I'm like, what is your daily routine as a sales professional? All of you probably have something that you do every day. The question is, is it on purpose? Is it a routine on purpose? Does it serve you well? Should you look at examining it? Should you change it? Should you keep it? What's the deal about the daily routine for a salesperson? So I'd want to we'll share maybe mm-hmm. some of ours, some mm-hmm. things, and maybe mm-hmm. some places where we're kind of looking at our own daily routines and examining those and going, eh, I don't know. So, so here's my, I told you in our yeah, pre-show yeah, that I was going to hit did. you with a yeah, deep something out of the blue here. Best shot. Um, is the daily routine the thing? And I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about morning routine here. Well, I mean. Or are you talking about through the whole day? Through the whole day. Okay. Morning's part of it for sure. But okay. Yeah. Because the question I would have, and, and I'm trying to answer this for myself right now, is how much importance do we put on the morning, I'll call it the morning routine, because I look at the first hour, you know, Tony Robbins yeah. talks about the power hour, and um, a lot of people have written books about the morning rituals. Uh, but I do really buy into this idea that between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m., we will do things that will help us at 4 p.m. Yes. and 2 p.m. and with, with prospects and clients. And I'm not sure how much of that has to do with planning your day and, okay, what am I going to say to Travis when we meet today? It yeah. feels to me like if we're doing the daily or morning routine right, all that stuff just sort of happens and flows yes. easier. What do you yes. think about that? I, I have, the, have the same debate myself with routine. So I tend to be an early riser. I enjoy getting up early. It doesn't really bother me, even though sometimes I got to climb out. But um, and when I'm working out at six, I'll get up at five fifteen, and it's just quiet. I love the quietness of it. I especially love it quiet in the winter when it's snowy and cold. That's just nice time. Very thinking oriented, like brainstormy thinking in my mind. Um, when I was in heavy prospecting mode, I would actually do some sales behavior really early at like mm-hmm. five thirty. Um, I actually gave that a name called seeding the day. Because I believe exactly what you said, Bill, which is if I send out 10 emails to connectors and prospects at 5.30, because it's so early, I'll forget that I did that, and I'll get a response at 1. I'm like, oh, that's a good response. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be a really, really effective way to get your day going. Um, What I don't know, so then there's like the – you should drink 20 gallons of water before 6 a.m. and you should work mm-hmm. out and you should lift something heavy and you should meditate for 45 minutes and you should write down what you're grateful for and you should sit with a cup of coffee. You should be quiet. There's a lot of stuff. And five kids going to school and all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. And so that's the part where I'm like, okay, kind of one thing at a time. Just getting up early. The exercise is key for me. Like the exercise is key for me. Early. Yeah. And I know a lot yeah. of people are not there like, I, you know, I can't work out in the morning. There's no better feeling way to start the day than yeah. exercising in the morning, my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you, though, about the there's a laundry list of things yeah. possible to do. Yes. And so then it becomes two hours. And I feel like, well, 
so what if it's two hours? I mean, you always hear about Richard Branson. He works out and meditates and does all that stuff, takes him two hours in the morning. He gets to work by nine. He has tremendously productive days. He spends two hours doing that. Yeah. It's good enough for Richard Branson, probably good enough for us. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes what we do is we try to rush through it. Well, I, I got to meditate for 10 minutes and I got to work out for an hour yeah. and I got to be at the office by eight. And I'm, it feels to me like that's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it is to carefully craft that first hour or two or yes. hour and a half, carefully craft it based on what works for you. Yes. If meditation doesn't work for you, don't meditate. Correct. I don't think we can put everybody's... No. You know, groceries in our basket and have them fit perfectly. It just doesn't work that way. Never heard that analogy. I like <clears throat> yeah, that. we use that in caramel. Don't put don't, your groceries in, in my, my basket because <laughs> it could have the row on it, and I don't want any part of that. Don't put your groceries in my basket. I, I think like that. it's good. I one. think one thing that uh, you know, you read off a list, and you did not read this one, and I think this this for me is important, and that's writing. Oh yeah, and it doesn't have to be like literally writing an essay or getting your red book lined in, in writing. It yeah. could be just a map. It could be drawing pictures. I think we need to get away from thinking about it as an as a essay assignment into yeah. just more how do we how are we getting our thoughts out of our brain onto a page? Yeah. And whether again, whether it's mind mapping or charts or graphs or or just bullet points. Yes. I think it's it's the process that's more useful than whether it turns into an essay or a blog of some kind. Yes. And again, it, that's a thing. So that that grocery goes in your basket, doesn't grow you like in mine. You like that, don't you? Because I, I love that, actually. I'm going to go tell your I've been wife trying what to you find, said about I've been trying to, She'll know. <laughs> I've been trying to find a way to say that because you get so much information. And when you follow people that are, you know, like... Uh, oriented to for personal growth, you get all this info and you, you can start to feel like a failure. Like, oh my God, I'm not doing a gratitude journal. I'm not writing. I'm not meditating. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not that's not what it's about. It's about finding your things, you know? But here's what I would say about that okay. is you and I and anybody in the profession of knowledge yes. where you are coaching, consulting, and I think really every sales professional is in B2B is in the knowledge work in, world in some way because you're taking information you know and you're passing it on. Yeah. The biggest challenge we have yeah. is extraction of knowledge. Truth. Because you have been doing what you're doing for years. Yeah. I've been doing it yeah. years. And every day we're in front of people. We're learning about podcasting and microphones and this not. And if we don't start extracting that, it doesn't allow us to put more in. And yes. at some point it just becomes it just becomes like we're constipated with knowledge. That's an yes. old Indiana term. I'm gonna stay away from that one. Yeah, okay. Constipated <laughs> with the knowledge. But the point is that how are you extracting what you know and putting it out into the world so you can get paid for it? Yes. Don't you think that's a big problem oh, for oh, you, huge, for huge. us? Well, I mean, think about the podcast. We the nice thing about this is we get a chance recorded. to extract a little yeah, bit. Totally. Totally. Yeah, and even this summer, I had a, a videographer, Will, an intern, follow me around all summer, the, and those videos live forever. And then now that I will do, I will pull out the video and I'll record a whole bunch of things on my phone that that some I use, some I don't. That's my version of that. Yeah, good. You know what I mean? Good. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's good just to did catalog pass, all those things. Did, did he, he pass from his, the row? <laughs> I thought you paid no. He, <laughs> he survived. He's a survivor. It's not funny. It's not funny, but he's one of the slim ninety nine point nine. He had the sniffles. Four. He did <laughs> sweet and sour sniffles. He's good. Um, so here's a thing. Here's something that I told you in the pre show that um, some people get surprised when they find out that I don't do that most people do. And we're both very busy, and we have really successful businesses and lives and all this other jazz. 
And I do not and have not for years, I do not do to-do lists ever. I don't do them ever. I don't have one. You couldn't find one anywhere around me. Um, the reason I don't, I remember my dad used to have every day, he'd have this little piece of paper, kind of like what you have here, this little, he'd have like a hundred things on the list. Every, he did one, it was the first thing he did every day, which is fine. That doesn't work for me because I feel like I become hostage to it. So mm -hmm. I never do a to-do list. It's an interesting routine. And what I see people doing, now some people, they have to, and then some people actually will do a to-do list. It's like a, they write it, things down that they've already done to check it off the list because that's, that's sick. It really, <laughs> that is, I, I think so. But I know people that do that. <sighs> Last Christmas, <laughs> I bought my wife this. Well, I don't have to do that check. again. Yeah, exactly. Well, after I work out, work out, check, did that. Look, I worked out, drink two bottles of water. Oh, did that, check. And you write it down first. That's just oh, not my bag. Because uh... um, to me, what I, what I think about in the day is I just want to do, if I can just do two really big things that are, you know, like you, we talked in the last podcast about leverage, that's all I'm consumed with. And the rest to me can be set aside. In fact, this is a good exercise for me. Um, I wrote down, so I wrote down, wake up, exercise, see the day. The fourth thing I wrote was boundaries, defining boundaries. And I don't think people put that in their routines, which is how am I going to handle the stuff that comes at me for the day that kind of doesn't matter or shouldn't matter. And I think people really, salespeople really struggle with that. They're so reactive to their inbox, to yeah. their boss, to their customers. Yeah. Their day runs them every day. Yeah. And I'd have you listening to examine that and to say as part of my routine is I've got real healthy boundaries that say, you know, yeah. sorry, not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I had yeah. here on my list was uh, about probably the end of March. I don't know if I talked about this or not. I started doing what I call the Caskey Chronicles. Oh no, you didn't tell me this. And it was just great. on my um, just on my recorder, voice memo function. Yeah, good. And I didn't do. I started doing them every day, and I was doing them in the, amidst the COVID and telling my phone what I really thought. Hmm. I was brutally honest because I knew that nobody would ever hear it. Yes. And there's something kind of refreshing about giving voice to true mm. feelings Yeah, um, that we can't say. Mark Twain wrote, a, wrote an essay once. Uh, I think it was published in The Atlantic. I think I may have mentioned it. Something about you only can tell the truth when you're dead. Oh, the right. only time you can really tell the truth is when you're dead. Because if you're, you can't tell it when you're alive because you'll get too much crap for the yeah, truth. Right. And so right. I was going through. And so what has happened, though, is that Chronicles has become something I've, I'm doing like three or four days a week where I just give voice to frustrations, mm. feelings, excitements. And maybe when I die someday, you can publish this at the funeral. Maybe we'll do well, that. Well, I will someday. Would you like us to play that? Yeah, at your we funeral? could just play it. If that just happens. put some nice. Are you good with playing oh, well, I'll DJ. I'll yeah, DJ your DJ. funeral. Okay, I'm going to DJ Bill's funeral. There's a gig. It's a gig. That's right. Mark it down. Who should I? Which I'll I invoice you in the Jane? Will. I'll put you. I've got a whole binder. <laughs> will, you, will you leave the podcast to me, please? Can you play? I'll leave it to you. If you leave it to me. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, that's good. I love that. The Caskey Chronicles. It's a great idea. Like, what would you say if no one would ever? Yeah. Like, see it or hear it with if all the fear of that being found out was exactly. gone. Exactly. And right? I noticed the first few days I couldn't do it because I thought, wow, wow somebody's going to hear find this. It, right? And then now, and then at some point I just let go. And, That's phenomenal. And then I went back the other day and listened to a few, like right in the middle of the lockdown. And I was kind of spot on. That's good, with man. Some of the things that I was saying that nobody that would believe. So anyway, stuff. Yeah, we like it. Uh, so hey, join uh, our LinkedIn group. By the way, if you're not on our email list, uh, if you're listening to this right now, no email. You're not on our email list. You need to get on that. Go to ultimateprogame.com. 
It's where you give us your email. We'll give you something for giving us your email. That's easy. Ultimatepregame.com, real useful tool there. And then join our LinkedIn group if you would, please. Lots of people there, lots of chatter. And uh, that's it. See you next time on the Event Selling Podcast. Bye.